Jesus today is challenging us to follow him. And in this moment, Jesus is beginning his journey towards Jerusalem, which will ultimately mean his rejection, his abandonment, and his crucifixion, crucifixion on the cross. And so when he's asking us to follow him, he's asking us to share in that experience with him. Friday, I had the opportunity to go to Duluth for our ordinations and witness uh, two young men give their yes to Jesus, Father Scott Paternos and Father Daniel Hammer. And yesterday, I was able to be down in New Ulm to see two young women to give their yes to Jesus, Sister Magnificat and Sister Mary Elizabeth. So those were two very joyful events, ways in which these people, these young people were saying, yes, I want to follow you, Jesus. It's a beautiful reminder of the joy that comes when we give ourselves to Jesus, whatever vocation we have, whatever call Jesus gives to us. But mixed with this joy, we will also experience the sorrows to share with him. Those, those experiences of sorrow are going to be part of the joy. When we follow Jesus, we remain free, right? We recognize he gives us our freedom so that our response means something, that when we say, yes, I want to follow you, it means something because we're free to say yes or no, right? We recognize talk is cheap. It's easy to say, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I'll, I'll follow you. Jesus, I'll, I'll want to serve you. I want to do what's right. But when it comes down to it, what do we actually do with our words and with our deeds? How do we actually show that we're following Jesus? Jesus suffers for us. Are we willing to do the same for him? You know, a life of following Jesus is a calling to, you know, at, at the beginning of our lives when we're young, to, to live a life of chastity to preserve our, ourselves for a gift of ourselves. And then whether we're called to whatever vocation, if it's marriage or religious life or priesthood or whatever, uh, to be that generous offering of ourselves. You know, if we're called to marriage, to, to be open to life, to have fidelity in our relationships with one another, to be open to a family and pouring ourselves out again and again, whatever, our, again, our call is, it's always to share in this pouring out of ourselves like Jesus did for us. Notice how in the gospel today, people are seeming to have excuses for why they need to deny or delay Jesus and following him. They always have a good excuse, don't they, for why it's a matter of saying, well, I'm not ready for this, or I'm not ready for that, and they sort of put it off. And believe me, the reasons that they give seem very sensible, don't they? They seem pretty reasonable. You know, burying the dead, bidding farewell to our families, but Jesus, I think, is making the point. He's just making the point that he's saying to us, if we don't put him first, if we don't put Jesus first in our lives, there's always going to be something else, right? There's always going to be some other thing to give ourselves to. And so it's this question that we have to ask ourselves, what, what do I put first in my life? Am I putting Jesus first or am I putting other things before him? You know, it's when we live our lives in a self-centered way, we will always have something that comes before Christ. We'll have to do something else, some excuse for why we can't follow him, why we can't do the Father's will right now. And that's really not following Jesus, right, when we, when we have those excuses. Maybe you've heard the expression, maybe it's a little cynical, never start today what you can put off until tomorrow. You ever heard that? Some people live that way, right? I, some days I live that way, but it's not usually a great way to live. I think that sometimes this is how we follow Jesus in our minds. We say, I'm going to follow you, Jesus, when I get to it. I'll, I'll get there. 
And because we live that way, we never take seriously this commitment to follow Jesus. We all want Jesus to be there for us when we need him most, right? In a moment of crisis, when we are in a big mess we've made of our lives, or there's some tragedy or some challenge that's before us. Ultimately, when we die, right, we want Jesus to be there for us. But how many of us aren't willing to put him first? How often do we choose to put other things, other people, ourselves, before Jesus' wishes? How often do we reject his teachings, his commandments, his desires for us? How often do we put all of these things before our Lord and we don't have our priorities right? And can we really say that we are following Jesus if we don't put him first? Now it's true that following Jesus is difficult, but it's only then following Jesus that we're going to experience what God wishes to give to us. That is both the joy, right, and the sorrows. They will come together. But it will help us to become true lovers of God if we open ourselves to this call that Jesus gives to us. And Jesus is very merciful, right? So the good news is there's always time for us to, to turn back to him. He's willing to give us another chance, when we ask for a chance to receive forgiveness, he gives it to us. But the question is, are we serious about making changes? Are we ready to leave behind the past about accepting the challenges that come with following Jesus? I remember today in the gospel that the Samaritans, right? They, they wouldn't accept Jesus. They wouldn't even let him come into their town. Jesus doesn't force himself, right? He doesn't say, well, I'm coming in here anyway. I'm going I'm to make a statement. I'm going to show you guys who's boss. He even tells James and John, hey, hold off, guys. Don't, don't call down the thunder, the lightning. We don't need that right now. Um, we too shouldn't get upset or get hung up when other people reject what God is asking or turn away from the Lord in different ways. Let's focus on following our Lord and accepting that not everybody is ready yet. Not everybody is ready to receive that call. And we, when we receive that call, sometimes we can get frustrated with others who seem to be holding things up. If everybody would just get in line here, we would, we would accomplish a lot of good things, right? Sometimes we have that mindset. I know I do at times. But Jesus approaches each one of us and invites us to say, I'm going to follow you. Don't worry about my brother, my sister, whoever. I'm going to follow you. St. Paul today reminds us and indicates the battle that we are going to undergo, right? Live by the Spirit, and you will certainly not gratify the desire of the flesh. For the flesh has desires against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. These are opposed to each other, so that you may not do what you want. So there's this tension, right? We all feel it. We all experience this in our bodies, in our, in our souls. We struggle to follow Jesus. There's this war of what I want and what God wants. And Ultimately, they would come together if we could follow Jesus, but sometimes we fear that if we follow Jesus, we're going to be giving up something that we really do need or something that we really deeply want. But if we could, if we could trust Jesus and follow him, we would find our heart's desire. It's clear that we are in this fight. If we intend to follow Jesus, to live by the Spirit rather than the flesh, we're going to experience this tension, this struggle within ourselves. If we turn aside from following Jesus, every time that, that there's some excuse or something that we want, we're never going to make any progress. And you'll be amazed if you, if you start to notice this pattern in your life, you'll be amazed at how often, it's like, I have great intentions, 
But in this moment, suddenly something comes up and it's like, oh, I need to do this first. Lord, I'll do this first and then I'll, and then I'll follow you. Or let me just do this thing one more time and then I'll give up this sin. Or just let me just have my way just today and I'll, I'll, I'll get to you, I'll, I'll, I'll change my ways next time. This pattern is, is a deadly pattern because again, it goes back to that, why, do, why start today? I'll, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it the next day, I'll do it the next year, I'll, I'll start again when it's convenient. However, if, we, if instead we freely choose to follow Jesus and accept our cross, carry our cross, He will give us the grace to carry that cross alongside Him. And it will transform us, it will change us. Every one of us will experience that cross in some form or fashion. And through our crosses, Jesus will save us. So don't run from your cross, right? Don't run, don't, don't run away from what the Lord is inviting you into to experience that salvation on a personal level. It's only when we follow Jesus' example, when we resolutely determine to journey to our own Jerusalem, which is for ourselves that process of purification, dying to ourselves, letting go of worldly projects in favor of the Father's will, God's will for us, no matter how many times we fall or fail, if we have that determination to continue toward Jesus, He will help us persevere. We have to believe that. We have to see that. We have to recognize that. Because so often when we fail, right, the temptation is to say, I just can't do this, Lord. I just can't do this. I, I can't get where I need to go. And we, when we fall into that trap, right, it's a, it's a dark place. And we, we start to try to find consolation in other things than rather, rather than following Jesus. So if we're looking for that distraction, it's going to be there, right? That thing is always going to be there. That thing that's going to draw us away, it's always there. Or are we always looking for, you know, something that we recognize, ah, this is too hard, too difficult, it's too inconvenient, I, I can't do this. If we don't set ourselves against that and say, I know that's going to happen, but I'm going to follow Jesus anyway, that thing will always be there to entrap us and keep us from really being true followers of Jesus and finding what makes us happy. So again, Jesus today, he says, begin now, start today. Don't wait until we are in a perfect place where all my sins are worked through and I, I'm, I'm all ready to go forward. Don't wait until you have rooted up all of your past faults or problems. Begin today. Determine that you will follow Jesus. That, will, that you will accept that cost. That you will carry your cross. That you'll keep getting up when you fall on your face. When you fall flat on your face. And you will say, Lord, I will still follow you. I'll get back up. I'll keep moving forward. No matter how often we face this struggle of running into our own problems, our challenges, our difficulties, our sins, and saying, gosh, I feel stuck, I feel hopeless. We have to keep trusting in Jesus, keep asking Jesus to free us, to forgive us, to give us the strength to rise again. So, what does that look like for you today? What does that look like for you to follow Jesus, to say, yes, I will go where you want me to go, I will do what you want me to do. What does that look like for you today?